What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the Cohen brothers. That's right, I'm talking about Joel and Ethan Cohen, two of the best filmmakers of all time. Right off the bat, Joel and Ethan were writing and directing high quality films. Their first free films are Blood Simple with Francis McDormand, Raising Arizona with Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter, and Miller's Crossing with Gabriel Byrne, Albert Finney, and John Turturro. All three are highly regarded, and all three show the Coen brothers' incredible range as filmmakers. Blood Simple is a thriller, Raising Arizona is a comedy, and Miller's Crossing is a crime noir. Now, my favorite of their first three films is by far Raising Arizona. It's so wacky, there's no other movie like it. Nicolas Cage is incredible in it. He's cartoonish. That movie is how I view Nick. Nicholas Cage. This movie also gave us Holly Hunter, who in that year also starred in Broadcast News. So thank you to Raising Arizona for giving us Holly Hunter as one of the best movie stars around. John Goodman is also insanely good in Raising Arizona. This was his first collaboration with the Coens. Those first three films established the Coens as some of the finest filmmakers of their time, and they continue to make a wider array of films in the 90s with Barton Fink, with John Turturro, John Goodman, and Michael Lerner, who was nominated for an Oscar for his performance in that film, The Hudsucker Proxy with Tim Robbins and Paul Newman, Fargo with Francis McDormand, William H. Macy, who was Oscar nominated for that performance. A lot of people, when they think of William H. Macy, they think of the guy who starred in Shameless, but in the late 90s, he was starring in high-caliber films directed by auteur filmmakers. Macy appeared in Boogie Nights by Paul Thomas Anderson and Magnolia by Anderson as well, and he appeared in Fargo and, like I said, was Oscar nominated. I mean, we think of him as Frank from Shameless, but he was one of the best supporting actor in movies of the 90s. And Steve Buscemi is also in Fargo. He's incredible in that movie. And the movie was really the first Oscar movie for the Coens. They won the Oscar for Best Screenplay, and Frances McDormand won for Best Actress. You also had in the late 90s, The Big Lebowski with Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Buscemi. Jeff Bridges gives my absolute favorite Jeff Bridges performance in The Big Lebowski. They showed a different side of Bridges in that movie. That is their most unique movie, is The Big Lebowski. When you first watch Watch that movie for the first time, you have no idea what you're in for. I also have to say that movie features the best John Goodman performance of any movie. Yes, I love John Goodman. He's fantastic in Roseanne. I love him in Monsters, Inc. He's great in the other Coen Brother movies like Raising Arizona, Barton Frank, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and Inside Lewin Davis. But this is Goodman's best performance in a Coen Brothers film. He should have been Oscar nominated for his performance in The Big Lebowski, and so should have Jeff Bridges. I also love that Philip Seymour Hoffman appeared in this movie. Looking back at Hoffman's career, it's so fascinating how many movies he was in directed by great filmmakers. We, of course, know that he worked with Paul Thomas Anderson a lot. I loved him in The Master, Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love. He also appeared in a Spike Lee film, 25th Hour. He also worked 
worked with Anthony Magella in The Talented Mr. Ripley. I mean, and it was so fascinating to see Hoffman show up in a Coen Brothers film. I mean, that guy worked with every single great filmmaker of the 1990s. The Coen Brothers' biggest movie of the 90s is, of course, Fargo. It's the movie that put Joel and Ethan on the map. Their other films had been critically successful, like Raising Arizona and like Barton Fink, but not a lot of people had seen those movies when they came out. Fargo was a huge financial success, and it also got them a boatload of Oscar nominations and wins. It's the movie that made the Coen brothers the Coen brothers to most people. Then you get to the early 2000s, which were a bit of a mixed bag for the Coens. They started off strong with Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, starring George Clooney, John Turturro, and Tim Blake Nelson, which for my money is their funniest film. They also did The Man Who Wasn't There, starring Billy Bob Thornton, which was not a widely seen film, and their next two films were subpar when measured up against their previous films. You have Intolerable Cruelty with George Clooney and Catherine Zeta-Jones, and The Lady Killers with Tom Hanks, J.K. Simmons, and Marlon Wayans, and those two films are not terrible movies and have some things going for them, but overall they do not live up to the standards of the other Coen Brother films. Getting back to Oh Brother Where Art Thou though, I love that film. George Clooney is fantastic in that movie. You also get Holly Hunter showing up in it. Tim Blake Nelson, it gave us Tim Blake Nelson, who is one of my favorite actors. I mean, when that guy shows up in a movie, I get excited. And John Turturro is also magnificent. That trio, that movie is the absolute funniest Coen Brother film. I think there are a lot of master filmmakers who never come back from making flops, but the Coen brothers did in a massive way. After Intolerable Cruelty and The Lady Killers were not a success, they came back with arguably the greatest modern western, No Country for Old Men, starring Josh Brolin, Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem, who won the Oscar for his performance, and Woody Harrelson. For that film, they won Best Picture and Best Director, and best screenplay. I mean, that movie did a ton for the culture. It gave us Josh Brolin, who went on to be Thanos. Yeah, that guy became a mega, mega superstar. It gave us one of the best performances from Tommy Lee Jones, and it gave us Javier Bardem, who became excellent at playing bad guys. Just watch the James Bond film Skyfall. Thank you, No Country for Old Men, for giving us Javier Bardem playing villains. We needed that in movies. He is super scary when he plays the bad guy and that performance is pure perfection. Then after the gigantic success of No Country for Old Men, the Coens directed the comedy Burn After Reading. This is the Coen brothers' most star-studded film. This film stars George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Francis McDormand, Tilda Swinton, and John Malkovich. That's four Oscar winners right there and John Malkovich is one of the most recognizable movie 
stars of the last three decades. I love this movie, especially Brad Pitt's performance in it. And then they rounded out the decade with the comedy A Serious Man with Michael Stuhlbarg. Again, the Coen brothers are in front of everyone when it comes to Michael Stuhlbarg. This is a guy who's gone on to star in movies like Call Me By Your Name. I mean, that's an interesting thing about the Coen brothers. One minute they're directing a movie filled with movie stars, and then they make a movie starring a virtual unknown in Michael Stuhlbarg. Not a lot of directors are like that, but they have the power to do both things and get both movies made. Then we get to the 2010s, which I think you could argue is the best decade for the Coens as filmmakers. They made True Grit with Jeff Bridges, Haley Steinfeld. Both were nominated for Oscars. The film also stars Matt Damon and Josh Brolin. In any other year, that film wins Best Picture. The only reason it didn't win Best Picture is because the Coens had recently won for No Country for Old Men. If the Coens had not made No Country for Old Men, we would be thinking of True Grit as the best modern Western. Jeff Bridges is insanely good in this movie, and Haley Steinfeld carries the movie. She was only 13 years old, people. Then you get Inside Lewin Davis with Oscar Isaac and Carrie Mulligan, which personally is my favorite of their films. It's about a struggling folk singer who is struggling to make it and doesn't know why. Isaac is terrific in the film along with Mulligan. It's so insane to me that the Coen brothers are the same people who made Oh Brother Where Art Thou also made Inside Lewin Davis. The fact that they made a movie that had music that was so joyful and then they had a movie about a folk singer which is so somber. I mean that's what makes them so rare as film makers the different kinds of movies that they make they made the super underrated Hail Caesar with Josh Brolin, George Clooney, Alden Enreich. This movie made Alden Enreich a star. I think it got him the solo job. He got to play Han Solo basically because of this movie. The scenes between him and Ray Fiennes, who is also fantastic in this movie, are what makes the movie special. The Coens finished the 2010s with their third western, The Bout of Buster Scruggs, starring Tim Blake Nelson, Liam Neeson and Zoe Kazan who I thought was the best thing about that movie. She is so good in that section of the movie with Bill Heck. Zoe Kazan. The more people should know that name. She's a really good actress and I think the Coen brothers got her absolute best performance of her career so far. Let's look back at the free westerns made by the Coens. First they made No Country for Old Men which is again the best modern western film maybe other than the assassination of Jesse James, True Grit, one of the best remakes of all time, and the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Listen, that's not a perfect film, but it is a solid addition to the Coen Brothers westerns. I mean, who would have thought that the Coen Brothers would become the finest western directors of their generation? They've made three of the best westerns of all time. Uh, two of them are absolutely masterpieces. I think it's interesting to point out that later on this year, a film that was directed by Joel Cohen without Ethan is going to come out. It will be called The Tragedy of Macbeth, starring Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand. We shall see if that film feels like a Cohen Brothers film or feels like something else
else tonally. I mean, what is a movie without the Coen brothers working together? We are going to see if Joel Coen can make a great movie without his brother Ethan. When you talk about all their films like I've been doing on this podcast, you notice that like a lot of filmmakers, the Coens work with a lot of the same actors over and over again. The list includes Francis McDormand, John Goodman, John Turturro, George Clooney, Steve Buscemi, Tim Blake Nelson, and Josh Brolin. And I think they get some of the absolute best performances out of those actors. Like I said, John Goodman has never been better than he was in The Big Lebowski. Yes, Frances McDormand is an incredible actress, but her best performance is in the movie Fargo. John Turturro and Steve Buscemi are interesting because not only do they work with the Coen brothers, both of them have also worked with Adam Sandler. They've also appeared in other films by other great filmmakers. Steve Buscemi's worked with Quentin Tarantino and John Turturro routinely works with Spike Lee. I mean, they're not only two of the best supporting actors for the Coen brothers, they're two of the best supporting actors, period. End of discussion. If John Turturro and Steve Buscemi show up in your film in any capacity, I'm probably going to give that movie a try. It's also interesting to know that both of those actors have had their best success in television. Steve Buscemi was great on The Sopranos. He was also great in Boardwalk Empire. And John Turturro was at his absolute finest in the show The Night Of with Riz Ahmed. If you have not seen The Night Of, I highly recommend it. I love when those two actors show up in a Coen Brothers film. Steve Buscemi, his best Coen Brothers film performance is in the movie Fargo. He is out of his mind bonkers in that movie. And for Turturro, I loved him in Miller's Crossing. His dynamic with Gabriel Byrne's character in that is amazing. The scenes between Turturro and Byrne are the best that movie has to offer. Another thing I love about the Coens as filmmakers is that they get unique performances from well-known movie stars like Nicolas Cage in Raising Arizona. There is not another Nicolas Cage performance that is anything like his performance in Raising Arizona. Yes, I love him in The Rock and yes, I love him in Adaptation and I can stand him in National Treasure. But his most unique performance is in Raising Arizona. There's no other Nicolas Cage performance like it at all. You also have Jeff Bridges in The Big Lebowski. There's no other Jeff Bridges performance that's like that. There was no other performance that showed you that Jeff Bridges could do that in a movie. I love Jeff Bridges in True Grit. I love Jeff Bridges in other movies. Iron Man. I love him in movies. But there's no other Jeff Bridges like the one that shows up in The Big Lebowski. The same thing can be said for George Clooney in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I feel like in other movies, George Clooney is playing a version of himself, and I love that. He is a movie star in other movies, but when he works with the Coens, he feels like a real character actor, like he usually plays really dumb characters, like in Where Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? and Hail Caesar. He's playing really dumb characters, but he's really funny doing it. George Clooney is at his best comedic when he's working with the Coens. And then you have Brad Pitt in Burn After Reading. There is no other performance of Brad Pitt's like the one in Burn After Reading. He is playing a really dumb character. Yes, he does that in True Romance, but he does it double in Burn After Reading. He is 
is amazing in that film. Brad Pitt should have been Oscar nominated for that performance. And that's what's so rare about the Coens is they get these kind of performances from super well-known movie stars. Not a lot of directors get that out of these stars. I feel and most people agree that the Coen brothers are two of the greatest filmmakers of all time and in the past few decades they are on that rare list of must-see filmmakers with Quentin Tarantino, Paul Thomas Anderson, David Fincher, Steven Soderbergh, and Christopher Nolan. When the Coen brothers come out with a film, you have to give it your complete and total attention. You have to go out and seek it out. That is something rare in today's directors. So many directors are directing the big Marvel movies, and they're well known, and you go out and you see that movie. But when the Coen brothers come out with an original movie, you must go out and seek it. It's the same with Quentin Tarantino. It's the same with Paul Thomas. Thomas Anderson. It's the same with Christopher Nolan. They are two of the best original filmmakers in Hollywood right now. They are the stars of their own films. Yes, they make movies that star Francis McDormand, George Clooney, Jeff Bridges, Tim Robbins. The list goes on and on and on. But the reason you seek out those movies is because they are directed by the Coen brothers, two of the most original voices in cinema history. I also think Joel and Ethan Cohen are two of the most consistent filmmakers of all time. By my estimation, only three of their films are below average. That's Hudsucker Proxy, which is okay, not great, Intolerable Cruelty, and The Lady Killers, and some of their films are outright masterpieces. Fargo, The Big Lebowski, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, No Country for Old Men, True Grit, and Inside Lewin Davis are some of the best movies ever made. And the fact that they are made by the same two filmmakers is bonkers. I hope Joel and Ethan Cohen reunite at some point and make a few more masterpieces. Because together, they've made some of the greatest movies of all time. I'll end the podcast by talking about my Four favorite Coen Brothers movies. First off, it's Inside Lewin Davis. Like I said earlier, no other movie better illustrates the life of a struggling musician. Like, he is so close to being one of the best musicians in the world, but he's not the right guy, and he just can't accept it. This movie gave us Oscar Isaac, who is one of the best actors of his generation. Number two is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I love George. George Clooney in this movie. It's my favorite Clooney performance because it's super comedic. And he's playing with his movie star leading man persona. That movie is the funniest Coen Brothers film. Number three is The Big Lebowski. It showed us another side of Jeff Bridges and it gave us the best performance of John Goodman's career. I think John Goodman is a way better actor when he's in a Coen Brothers film than when he's in other projects. I like him in Roseanne. I like him in Monsters, Inc. But please, John Goodman, make more films with the Coen Brothers. Number four Four is No Country for Old Men. Like I've routinely said on this podcast, this is the best modern Western. It gave us a great performance by Javier Bardem. I mean, this is up there with the great 
villain performances of all time with Heath Ledger as the Joker. I mean, it's no surprise that those two performances got Oscar victories because Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men and Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight are phenomenal performances. It doesn't matter that they're not leading men. They are all-time great villain performances and it's the best performances of those two actors' career. That You also got Josh Brolin. I mean, the Coen brothers have done one for Josh Brolin's career. He's appeared in No Country for Old Men, True Grit, and Hail Caesar. I absolutely loved him in Hail Caesar. Those are my favorite. Of course, you also have Fargo. You also have True Grit. You have so many movies, and that's what makes the Coen brothers so special, is they have a movie for everyone. There's no way you can say you hate every Coen brothers film. There is a movie there for you, whether it's Fargo, whether it's Barton Fink, whether it's Raising Arizona, there is one Coen Brother film you are going to absolutely love or like myself, love almost all of their movies. Again, there's only three of them I don't care for. All of the others are some of the finest movies ever made. I don't think you can talk about the greatest directors of all time without at least mentioning the names Joel and Ethan Coen. And not only are they two of the best directors of all times, Look at the screenplays, No Country for Old Men, Fargo, Inside Lewin Davis, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? They are two of the best singular voices in movie history. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.